0: Welcome to the podcast Bench Talk, a conversation with me, Joe Hilditch, the High Sheriff of Herefordshire for 2021. Today I'm talking to Suzanne Hughes, who's not only a resident of Lyons Hall, so local to me, but also a stalwart volunteer. She's one of those unsung heroines of our community. She's straightforward and straight-talking. She's always one of those people who puts their hand up when there's something to be done, and she gets it done without fuss and with good humour. I've been volunteering over the last couple of months in the Lempster vaccine clinic, and when I asked the manager there who was the best volunteer, I wasn't in the least bit surprised that the answer was Suzanne. The bench talk today comes from the castle at Lyonshall, which is in the grounds of Suzanne's farmhouse next to our 12th century church, where incidentally, we were both married. So the sounds you could hear in the background will be maybe church bells, the birds, which I'm sure you can already hear. We could have Napoleon the goose or any of the other geese coming along and there are some donkeys in the field just behind (laughs) us. This podcast has given me a great opportunity to talk to extraordinary ordinary people like Suzanne and discover a bit more about their story, what drives them to do what they do, as well as their love for Herefordshire and perhaps a few tips about how to get out and about in the countryside. But before we start talking about the volunteering role, it'd be great to hear how you ended up in Herefordshire. Were you born
1: and bred here? No, I, I was born in, um, it was in the green belt surrounding Liverpool, but now Liverpool has taken over. A little place called Lydiot. used to get called the Lydiot Idiot. Tiny place, loads of green fields, really idyllic, used to make bow and arrows, legging it round the fields with friends and stuff and then i went to at the age of 19 i went to leeds university to do a teaching degree and then moved down here in 1989 and it was landing in paradise oh. i think it's fair to say so your first job was in teaching yes. in herefordshire yeah at the local school which is three miles down the road lady hawkins in kington lovely school lovely little place
0: and so have you got, uh, well, I know you've got kids because our kids were at school together they in Cambridge. Yes. So you carried on then and had yeah. your family. Here. Yes.
1: So I had William, who's now 27. He's living down in London. He's a jeweller. Um, and Ollie and Kit. I know, Suzanne, that you have multiple sclerosis and you were
0: diagnosed when you were about 29. I just wondered how well you've been supported in Herefordshire, and has it actually held you back from all those things that you want to do and that you are doing now? Yeah, I don't think it's
1: ever held me back in any way, but that's partly down to, you've got a positive attitude. You can, you can muddle through and get by. I am fortunate in that I'm not massively disabled with it. However, it does affect everything I do, but it's capable it was the reason why I left teaching, having had the one son then I was diagnosed and at that point I thought I was going to die um, because I only knew two people with MS and they were both dreadfully ill with it so I didn't want William to be an only child so Mm. I had Oliver the next one and um, just to make sure that the eldest wasn't on his own but it, it, I am just so lucky I have mm. fibromyalgia as well which affects me but I think mental attitude is huge yeah and and are there support groups as
0: well in Herefordshire? yeah
1: there is having I always thought years ago that I, I was never going to go to one not that I was in denial about having the MS but I, I just I thought it would be a negative environment. However, having now started to go to one, I realized what a blithering idiot I was to mm. have ever thought that mm. because I go to the oxygen tank. So it's um, we sit in basically a steel steel igloo for an hour, once a week, can't at the moment because of COVID. I've I've known you for a, a long time because our mm. kids were at school together
0: and I've never really talked to you about your MS. So thank you for, for talking about it here. But uh, if we could move on to your volunteering now. I mean, I know how much you do in the community, even, you know, starting in the church, um, but the wider community beyond as well. She's, uh, Suzanne was always the one in the church who would put her hand up to make the cake, help run the village fate. But how did your volunteering start and how many, perhaps you could list a few of the things that you've done? When I was a teenager,
1: I suppose I was a typical sort of selfish um Centered on centered on myself type, I suppose it wasn't really until well, when I was working, I had to do bits and bobs that was sort of above and beyond. But um, most of it started when the children at primary school and the letter comes home and it's can somebody make this? So the first thing I had to do was a Joseph Technicolor Dreamcoat coats. I don't know whether you Hannah was in it. Yeah, Yeah. wow. So that was the first thing, and then I got slightly hooked on the buzz that you get from doing it and and having to make an Elvis costume overnight for the same production. And it was just an adrenaline rush and and to realise that by being a bit selfless it made other people feel good, and by gum does it make me feel good. You've got a new initiative going on in Lyons haven't you? I have. you can tell us oh, about that. Rattling my cage, it does. In my opinion, you can stuff the Cutswells, sorry, Cutswells, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Herefordshire is just the most stunning place. In fact, when I moved down here for the job, my parents quickly followed. So, um, and my dad's a keen cyclist. So he does, you know, he adores it round here. It is so special. But going on walks or even driving round, and the amount of detritus people's chucking nappies on the road or these polystyrene containers, and it just rattles my cage so much. And I just don't understand why people don't take it home. I mean, I nearly got into a fight with a car once, driving back home here. I've been up to see my parents before they moved down in Merseyside, and we almost had a bit of a car chase thing because they were throwing crisp packets and all sorts out the window. So it's been in my in my psyche uh, for years this not littering, and it's everywhere. So beautiful, but so why do people want to trash it? So I've. Uh, for a long time along with other people in the village sort of secretly doing it and then I'd gone out and I'd picked up a few bits and bobs a lot of Red Bull cans etc and lots of lager cans bizarrely and I thought I know because I'd been doing these um, little slate signs and put, wanting to put them up around the village with pictures of Wombles on um, with my son living in Wimbledon I what started it off I did a Womble door sign for their house and so we are doing a busy wumbling um group so just started that up on facebook and we're waiting for the kit to come and uh, it was astonishing 25 volunteers so far and some are going to do it solo just when the time suits them or another suggestion was that we ha- get some groups together, which I think is, especially with COVID at the moment and seeing so few people, mm. it's actually a nice community yes, thing as well. Yes, I think so. And yeah. You know, we can have a have a laugh, have a moan, mm. see the horror of what some people leave behind, and so, and just it'll make you feel good, and it's a bit of exercise. Um, My arms nearly dropped off carrying the stuff the other week. How many bags did you collect? That was three massive bags full full bags and that was just in about half a mile that's a great initiative and well, i've, I I've signed i've signed up so i will yeah I'll see you out there desperate to get going on daring. that yeah
0: i mean the other thing is that where we started from is is the vaccination center in Lempster, where i've enjoyed working as well but my stints have been relatively short and sweet compared with yours have,
1: have you attended masses since it opened uh probably i've done about 15 i think yeah um, and I miss it. I'm, uh, which sounds so sad. I really miss it when I'm not there. And the, I tell you what, I, I I miss when I was teaching. It was uh, the teaching staff then. So we're talking twenty odd years ago. A lot were a lot older, and there were a few younger ones. And I missed when I left. I miss the children hugely but I missed being in a team and that's I love about doing that vaccine mm. hub because we're all singing off the same hymn sheet 99% of the people that are coming in are just thrilled to be there it's so full of laughter which I think people find surprising it's just a blast.
0: And the, the other thing is that, you know, reassuring people and, you know, many of
1: them hate needles. Oh, so or They're many. terrified yes. of going in yes. and you
0: can reassure them. Yeah. And then as they come out, yes. are they so grateful?
1: Oh, they are so grateful. And
0: we've had chocolates given, biscuits. And there are so many volunteers there. I mean, at any one time, and there are, on. well, I've been going on a Saturday, there are three shifts a day with five volunteers each time. The clinic is open all day, oh, yeah. every day, apart yeah. from Sunday. Yeah. That's a lot of volunteers. It is. And so. we're doing
1: 900 people a day on good days. So, and Have you had any funny episodes? Well, one lady thought she'd just arrived to go for a dentist appointment. So that was um, <laughs> that needed quite a lot of explanation, bless her. But she, she, she went through with it and she had a jab. And so many people say they can't feel a thing one young chap he must have been in his 20s was petrified absolutely petrified and he'd recently come down with a condition called hypersensitivity and he was such a a, i mean obviously all we can see is above the mask because we all have to wear masks we all have a covid test before we start and this young man rocked up and he was beautiful these big big eyes But he was shaking like a leaf, and I felt so sorry for him. And 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 he just sort of muttered under his breath. He said, "I'm absolutely terrified." So I sort of abandoned my post for a minute, and um, I walked round with him in the in the queue, put my hand on his back, just the amount he was shaking, and then took him to the nursing staff. And he was so grateful. and, And it, so many people have the jab and they say as they're walking out thank you for thank you for doing this and that means the world doesn't mm. it? it it really just, does it's
0: it's the gratefulness of everybody geez, isn't actually. it
1: yeah. and 90 percent of people are so grateful probably even 98 percent yes but but there yeah. is the odd person yes, who doesn't look up odd, and yeah. doesn't yes, say yes hello. there is the odd one but, but never mind but then that's the world isn't that it is that's the that's the way people are and well, some people just find it perhaps they're shy or whatever, and they just feel. But you know deep down that they're happy to have been there. Just the fact that they've even arrived. Yes. so n- actually, we really want to encourage people yes, to go out yeah. and get vaccinated. Yeah. There's not many no-shows. Yes. If which you have an fantastic. opportunity, you know, oh, do you yes. go out and get yes, it. Yes, please, please do. And it is painless. I promise you. It is absolutely it painless. Is. Yeah. It is. It astonished me.
0: Yes. Thank you for telling us all about your volunteering, it really is a lot and I like you being a little bit Mrs Angry about Lions Hall and <laughs> the litter collection, I mean we definitely need to do that and keep on volunteering at the yeah, at thanks. the centre. Yeah. And one of the other areas which I want to help Herefordshire is in, is in the business economy but probably moreover the visitor econ- economy. I'm chairing a Visit Herefordshire recovery fund at the moment so it's quite fun to hear from our residents and people like you what they think are the best visitor spots, because after all, we've been here a long time and yes, we probably know what's yes.
1: best. What, can you give me your top three tips? I think to some extent we take it so much for granted. I always try and look out the bedroom window every morning and think, wow, this is beautiful, aren't we lucky? And there's so many stunning walks, there's ways. You could while away easily a couple of hours just, and there's lots of woods it, and, and lots of national walkways. There's the Mortimer Trail, which takes you to Ludlow. And there's obviously the Office Dyke, which is a huge pull for Kington. And they have um, the Walking Festival, which is fantastic. And there's lots of local quirky little festival things. There's a Wheelbarrow Race, which is... Quite bizarre, but great fun, and everybody comes out for that. So number one, walking. Yes. Number two, there's lots and lots and lots of history and heritage. I am, or not I. We are lucky enough to have the remains of um, Lionshall Castle in our grounds. Wow! How old we is that? Built, started building in 1090, and it's had some TLC done to it of late, so it won't fall down anymore, which is wonderful. It's such a romantic spot. But there are castles all over But Arifenture. there are castles everywhere. As well as, obviously, churches. Yes, like and the Lassel churches. Church. And they're all going to the church, and you look in the visitor's book, and the pull uh, from London, every all over the place, and they all write in there what a beautiful, tranquil place it is. And I am so privileged that I got married there. The boys were christened there my i'm hoping my eldest son will get married there if he's listening <laughs> uh, yeah the yeah. church is very special but there are so many you know there's kilpet church dawson abbey there's like pembridge church i think is one of the only ones around with, with a separate, separate bell tower. tower yeah they're all beautiful. so number two
0: heritage heritage
1: artisans and artists and uh, makers you name it there's leather crafters there's basket weavers, which I've had to go out with different um, levels of success, and they do now, um, although COVID again has affected it. A makers fair, and Jo herself has hosted artists in her um, self self catering accommodation, which is perfect. And artists from all over the county, and you can buy unique pieces for buttons, really, and it just I, there's a, an art gallery or well, several art galleries now in Kington so Kington the, our local town is trying to have its identity as a, a place, a focal point for artists um, and makers and, makers. and mm. I th- that should be celebrated so has got its books And we have got such a strong making community and artistic community. And I think that should be celebrated. So we've got three great things there, art, heritage and walking. Yes.
0: Our county has a very small population. It's just 190,000, which is the second least populated county of England, which, of course, brings a lot of financial challenges with it. Uh, what do you think is the most difficult thing about being in such a very rural community and is there anything that you think that I might be able to do to help resolve any of those issues
1: I think the main thing is just recovering post-Covid that's going to be the massive thing and you are fortunate enough to have this fabulous role hopefully now post-Covid as we all get vaccinated and we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I think it's pushing volunteering, mm. getting people to see that it's, it's not a drag. It's not, oh God, I've got to go it's and invigorating. do this. It's It is, it mm. makes you feel alive. And you know, life is short enough. You've got to make the most of while you're here, I think. And I, what worries worried me was at my funeral, what on earth were they going to say about me? Because I'm not the most scintillating of people. Oh, Suzanne! <laughs> well, but I think... You know, uh, by being helpful, I hope they can say at least, well, she was a nice enough person. So, uh, and volunteering, takes you you can give as little or as much time to it as you want. You don't have to be, you know, full on, like perhaps I'm becoming, just a little bit, (laughs) 10 minutes just going outside your door, and you'll pick up a bit of litter, and you might see Elsie that you've not seen for three months, and you can stand and have a lovely chat. Well, Suzanne,
0: I think there will be plenty to say at your funeral, but let's hope that that's not for <laughs> many, so. many years. No. But thank you. An extraordinary, ordinary resident of Herefordshire. And thank you for giving so much of your time to the county with really no financial reward. In fact, no financial reward. Yeah. It's people like you who give us all a redemptive feeling about human nature because we are innately good people, but some put their hands up to be counted, volunteering without looking for accolades or return people like you. So let me know when you've got those high-vis jackets and I look forward to our wombling around together. Um, As well as tidying up our lanes it also raises awareness in our very small community and beyond. Maybe people will stop throwing rubbish out of the car windows. So thank you.